Hello and welcome to the South Carolina Lead. I'm your host, Gavin Jackson, and this episode was recorded on April 18th, 2022 from James Island. That's right, I'm back in my parents' house, Easter vacation. Not back home yet. So just so you know, some of the information in this podcast may have changed by the time you've heard it. This episode features a look at what happened last week in the State House, what action we can expect this week as session winds down, and we have an update on first quarter fundraising numbers for some of the state's top races that we're watching. In business, we have updated inflation numbers for you. There's data. And the SC Ports Authority sets a new record while still experiencing growing pains. In medical, we have the latest on the new variants that are being tracked, the concerns of a new COVID wave, and data that estimates how many lives were saved from the vaccines. And of course, a live taping alert. We know you've been hearing us talking about this, especially our sharp-eared listeners. So come out and see us at Sumter Original Brewery on April 28th at 6.30 p.m. for a live taping with two of your favorite friends from the pod. That's right. We are almost there April 28th at 6.30, Sumter Original Brewery. Come out and have a pint, participate in some fellowship, and of course, snag some swag. You can register for the free event on our Eventbrite by going to scetv.org slash sclead. It's free. April 28th, 6.30 p.m., Sumter Original Brewery. <laughs> if you don't want to look at us, you can certainly call us and talk to us. That's why we have a voicemail box set up at 803-563-7169. Let us know about your spring break, how things have been going, what you want us to talk about and get to the bottom of. That's what we're here for. So just leave your name, where you're calling from, and a brief message at 803-563-7169. Now for the latest in South Carolina. Currently, the spread of COVID-19 is low, according to county-level data from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. From April 3rd through April 9th, DHEC reported 1,071 cases and 5 deaths. That's an increase of 120 cases and 3 deaths from the week before. Our current percent positive is 2.9%. There are 108 South Carolinians hospitalized with COVID-19. 22 are in intensive care, and 10 are on ventilators. All of these numbers are current as of April 12th and are down week over week. Currently, 54.3% of eligible South Carolinians are fully vaccinated. Okay, let's catch up. I know we've all been here and there over the past week, but we do know that the State House still was in session last week. At least the Senate was. That's because the House was on furlough, so no action there. And even the Senate only had one full day of session as the budget writing process was underway in committee, and that took precedence. The Senate approved its $12.4 billion budget, which includes a larger tax cut than the House, $1 billion versus $600 million, and the addition of a tax rebate to the tune of $1 billion as well. The entire chamber will debate the budget later this month. Senators this week will take up an early voting bill that passed the House unanimously in March. The bill was put on special order last week, and minor changes are likely. And depending on the final version, House and Senate lawmakers may have to hash out differences in a future conference committee. This week, the Senate Judiciary Committee will hold one of its last meetings of session. They'll meet after adjournment to work through a large agenda on Tuesday. Of course, things can always be recalled right to the Senate floor, but it's rare for that to happen for any controversial bill. On Wednesday, a Senate subcommittee will take up multiple bills dealing with the makeup of the University of South Carolina Board of Trustees, including one that has passed the House with broad bipartisan support. And in the House, we're waiting and watching for the medical marijuana debate and vote. 
Last week, Governor Henry McMaster signed H-3205, that's the Convention of States bill, into law. McMaster said in part, quote, Efforts to rein in federal spending and reduce the national debt have repeatedly met resistance from parties in power at the time. It has become clear that Congress is unwilling or unable to set aside its self-serving institutional interests in preserving and expanding the size and reach of the federal government. Thus, any initiative to reduce the size of the federal government must originate elsewhere, quote, hence the bill. 18 other states have passed similar measures, and 34 states need to call for a convention for Congress to convene one. Democrats and some Republicans oppose the bill for fear of a runaway convention that could lead to adverse changes to the Constitution. Of course, whatever is approved by a convention would require approval of three-fourths of the states. That's about 38 legislatures. Now let's roll from the statehouse to the campaign trail. With the first quarter in the books, the money is rolling in. Governor Henry McMaster's campaign announced it raised over $607,000 from January through March. That pushed their cycle haul to more than $5 million. And currently they have $3.2 million on hand with no real Republican primary challenge. Former Democratic Congressman Joe Cunningham raised right around $404,000 for the quarter, pushing his cycle total to $1.7 million with $530,000 on hand. Richland Senator Mia McLeod, the other Democrat in the race, raised $88,500 for the quarter, bringing her cycle total to $447,500. She has just under $201,000 on hand. Now looking at the congressional races, 1st Congressional District Republican Nancy Mace raised $1.17 million, a personal fundraising record, with just over $2 million on hand. Her opponent, Katie Arrington, took out a $525,000 loan and raised $288,000 from her supporters. She had $754,000 on hand. And in the 7th Congressional District race, Republican Tom Rice raised nearly $342,000 and has around $2 million on hand while Trump-backed opponent State Representative Russell Fry has $450,000 on hand after reportedly netting $122,000 for the quarter. Other candidates in that race have taken out loans and have no substantial fundraising to report. So that's a lot of numbers, but here's some takeaways. Incumbents remain strongly positioned for the upcoming elections. The Trump endorsement and visit didn't yield huge bucks for Arrington and Fry. Remember, Mace raised more in one fundraising event with Nikki Haley the day before Trump showed up in the state than Arrington's quarter of individual contributions. What does it all mean? Well, a strong first quarter is key, especially for these candidates who face challengers as we race toward the June 14th primaries. And real quick, Congressman Jim Clyburn said that the state will receive $71.2 million from the U.S. Department of Transportation for transit projects across the state. The money comes from the bipartisan infrastructure law that was passed last November. Clyburn, the state's lone congressional Democrat, was the only member of the South Carolina House delegation to support the measure. Leading off our business section is the continuing rise in inflation. The Bureau of Labor Statistics reported a 1.2% increase in March on a seasonally adjusted basis after rising 0.8% in February. That all comes out to 8.5% annually. Increases in the indexes for gasoline, shelter, and food were the largest contributors to the seasonally adjusted all-items increase, according to the BLS. So 8.5% more on what you're paying for these things, essentially. 
Now, while we fret about inflation, it is important to note that these high prices are not pushing us into a recession. We're still seeing incredibly strong GDP growth and jobs are plentiful. That's the opposite of what you would see in a recession when layoffs run rampant. Moving on, the South Carolina Ports Authority reported an all-time container record in March, marking the 13th consecutive month of cargo records at the Port of Charleston. Doesn't sound like a recession to me, folks. It's because it's not one. Strong U.S. consumer appetite for retail goods continue to drive record cargo levels, according to SCPA, with imports up 16% year-over-year in March. SC Ports handled 264,334 20-foot equivalent container units at Wando Welch Terminal, North Charleston Terminal, and UK Leatherman Terminal in March. That's up 6% from last year. But there are growing pains as well. World Cargo News reports that the carriers have reported berthing delays at Charleston of up to nine days, with 11 vessels waiting for a berth in early April. SCPA acknowledges the challenges of the record volumes and ongoing supply chain issues and has been providing Sunday hours for motor carriers to help alleviate them. Despite the more than $2 billion invested, including in the new Hugh K. Leatherman Terminal, that terminal is seeing limited activity due to the ongoing lawsuit between the International Longshoremen's Association, which is suing the shipping line Hapeg Lloyd and the U.S. Maritime Alliance over the use of non-union labor at the new terminal. We'll have another ports update for you in Saturday's episode, so stay tuned for all my ports folks. And on the way out, gas prices. You've probably been like wondering, Gavin, I don't know what the gas prices are. You're off for a week. Well, guess what? They're still elevated compared to a year ago. That's understandable. But currently, a gallon of gas is averaging $3.74 a gallon, which is below $4 a month ago. And a penny, a penny below this time last week. Send those pennies to the lead at 1041 George Rogers Boulevard. <laughs> Care of the lead. The World Health Organization said last week that it is tracking a few dozen cases of two new subvariants of the highly transmissible Omicron strain of the coronavirus to assess whether they are more infectious or dangerous. Reuters reports that the WHO has added BA.4 and BA.5 sister variants of the original BA.1 Omicron variant to its list for monitoring. It's already tracking that BA.1 and BA.2. Of course, that's the now globally dominant strain. BA.2 constitutes about 86% of cases in the country right now. Of course, this comes as the U.S. has had a seven-day average of nearly 42,000 cases, according to Johns Hopkins University and the Medicine Coronavirus Resource Center dashboard. That's up 6,000 cases from a week ago and 14,000 cases from two weeks ago. Of course, it's hard to truly know the full scope since regular testing has subsided in many places in light of at-home testing options. Moving on, the Commonwealth Fund, a private foundation that promotes healthcare access and policy, issued a recent report that estimates 2.27 million COVID 19 related deaths were averted in the United States from mid December 2020, when vaccines first became available, through March 31st, when the Omicron surge ended. Additionally, the report estimates that vaccinations prevented 17 million COVID 19 related hospitalizations and about 66 million infections, saving approximately $900 billion in healthcare costs. 
So that's some incredible data and researchers note just how important the vaccines were in preventing the Omicron wave from being much worse than it already was. Ooh, God, that was so brutal. January. Despite that positive news, U.S. life expectancy rates continue to decline as a result of the pandemic. Dr. Stephen Wolf, a professor of population health and health equity at Virginia Commonwealth University, helped conduct the analysis that found U.S. life expectancy decreased from 78.86 years in 2019 to 76.99 years in 2020 and 76.6 years in 2021. That's a net loss of 2.26 years of life expectancy in the United States. Not good. The decrease in U.S. life expectancy was highly racialized as well, whereas the largest decreases in 2020 occurred among Hispanic and non-Hispanic black populations. In 2021, only the non-Hispanic white population experienced a decrease in life expectancy. And just a little tidbit on the way out, masks must stay on during travel on airplanes and buses and trains, according to the CDC. The agency extended their mask mandate for travel through May 3rd. Welcome to the wind down section. It's our little break for the news. We were talking about life during the pandemic and we want to hear your stories as well. Like I said at the top, tell us what you're up to these days. Spring break, maybe. Maybe you're traveling. Maybe you're staying home. Maybe you're out in the garden. Let us know what you're doing. 803-563-7169. We love hearing from you guys. Leave us a message with your name and where you're calling from and what's going on. And AT, it's my understanding that we we have a voicemail. We have one, okay? I'm mm-hmm. not going to pretend like I have a lot of voicemails <laughs> here, okay? I'm not going to do that. I, I do have one. Okay. I may have a second. Okay. okay. But after I use this one right now, I'm only going to have one. <laughs> I mean, that's some data right there. Yeah. Data. So um, <laughs> not to be taken lightly, folks, do your duty. I, that, those are those are advanced hopper metrics. Wow. So um, that's yeah, I would really like right some there. more calls. Yes. I would really like some more calls. OK, because uh, my dad's calling me. He's asking me how many calls are in the hopper and I'm <laughs> sick of lying to him. OK. <laughs> Oh, Dad, so many. There are so many. And he's like, oh, I'm so proud of you. And he never says that. So I just have to keep lying If he to could really see this number, he would probably uh, disown me. Possibly okay? even. So possibly uh, get fired. please help me impress my dad. Call in. Anyway, Anyway, Gavin, we do have a call. It's a very old friend, a very oh, dear friend. Yes. Uh, and uh, I'm just so glad that they called in uh, to check in because I miss them so. Yes. Okay, you ready? Push the button, please. Push it. What's up, Gavin and AT? This is your friendly neighborhood Trader Joe calling in live from the great state of Massachusetts. Uh, a nice weekend and a couple good bike rides. Nice weather up here in Massachusetts. Just figured I'd, you know, let y'all know that we get a little bit of spring too. It's on the way. It was a grand total of 55 today, so you know how it goes. Um, actually returning to South Carolina pretty soon to come see a reunion show at the Senate at the end of the month and to enjoy a couple days of hopeful, some little sunshine and bike riding around the town, and uh, wanted to just catch up with what's been going on, working and working on a house. Uh, have been catching up on a show that I slept on for a very long, very long time, uh, Boardwalk Empire on HBO streaming. Uh, it is really good and has made me appreciate Steve Buscemi more than anything. Um One thing I did want to comment on from the last caller that I heard, which was 
scones and flaky biscuits and that whole difference and everything like that. Um, I would argue that they have probably not had a proper scone because there is a place for good biscuits. I love a good biscuit. Don't get me wrong. But a good proper blueberry scone with a little bit of butter on it, a different texture altogether, goes great with a cup of coffee or tea. Honestly, I can almost prefer it over biscuits in some way. Hot take. Anyways, uh, maybe I'll see you guys floating around in the streets at the end of the month. Maybe even AT will make an appearance at the Stretcher Armstrong show at the Senate. Who knows? Maybe he likes hardcore as well as metal. I don't know. Uh, I hope y'all are having a great day. Talk to you soon. Oh, Trader Joe, our neighborhood Trader Joe from Massachusetts. We love it. We love hearing from you, keeping it real. Maybe he could also headline the live taping event at the end of the month, AT. Trader Joe, if God, you're around. I hope he's in town. Bump over yeah. to Sumter. You know, we'll be there April 28th. Like Quit we said at the bike top. bike ride to Sumter. Quick yeah. bike ride. It's an easy, enjoyable <laughs> drive, too. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll have to check out Boardwalk Empire. I have not checked that out yet. And I could use a new I, show to watch. Love HBO shows, my, too. My number one thing, I love that you're watching and I love that you found a new show. My number one Buscemi thing that makes me think of it is. I have photoshopped out Steve Buscemi's eyes. Terrifying. And whenever any of my friends post any sort of picture <laughs> that's staged, I always photoshop their eyes and I, I take <laughs> Buscemi's eyes and put them over. I steal and, their uh, eyes and put in Buscemi eyes. <laughs> it's uh, it's really great. And it makes for just a terrible photograph. Oh, I'll put it on yes. their newborn babies oh, and my stuff. God. It's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, and I love that he's a staunch defender of... Uh, the scone. Of the scone, but I would like to say, I mean, he moved from biscuit territory up True. to scone territory in the Northeast, so he's like a reverse scone carpetbagger, yes. right? Yes, I, I mean, I, I was on board with the biscuits and the scones, you know me. I had a great biscuit when I was down in Florida this past week. You were uh, equal opportunity. Yeah, because we were talking on Twitter about the, the whole thing, too. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, you know, you just in different moods for different things, you know, but I will say, you know, I've, I'm down here at my parents' house in James Island for Easter, and they love putting out big, big dinner, big lunches and things like that, but we're still using biscuits from the can, which I know some mm -hmm. people get away with, but I really want to help move this transition to just at least make it in from scratch because I know it's not that difficult. I think we can you get gotta there. You got to push them. You got you to gotta, you gotta nudge your parents yeah, a little bit. Because we're, and I'm glad, too, that uh, you, you, you stopped in James Island before coming all the way back to work. I, I just yeah. want to point that out. It's like, a step down. I know you, you were, we, we basically, I basically forced you to take this vacation. You didn't did. want to do it. I said, and so you go take to? this vacation. And so now you're taking this mini vacation. And, From the uh, vacation. It's, it's 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 a real doctor's orders thing though because it probably would have been dangerous for you to come straight oh, back. Oh, it's to it's work, too. It's right? like it's like the bends. You know, you have to exhale yeah. and take it bit by bit. <laughs> you can't bit. go up too quick. You're, yeah, it's, I can't it's just very jump dangerous. back so in on a Monday. I'm really happy you're being safe. Um, yes. Anyway. Well, you know, I had to see them too. It was Easter. I'm usually up with my mom and my brothers, and we're doing Easter egg hunt and stuff like that. My mom was not excited that I was in Florida for a week instead of back home in Maryland. I was like, well, sorry, Terry. Sometimes you know, someone's You've like, hey, we got a house Maryland for the week. You want to come? I'm like, yes, I would like to go to Florida. Yeah. And experience I mean, a different country for you a while. Out of Florida, right? Yeah, I mean, I had my it passport. Is I had my passport, so I could go to Florida. It was it was great. It, you need to, you need it to get in there. You do. I mean, they don't tell you this, but you really do because it is a different <laughs> world. Um, just the people are different, but it is similar to the Charleston area too, because there are a lot of New Yorkers in New Jersey where I was in Fort, My Fort yes. Myers Beach, and you're just like, oh. 
They're everywhere. It's like the runoff. It's like uh, the 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 sludge at the bottom of a garbage pile from New Jersey <laughs> and New York. It all runs down to Florida. I, I will say, I tweeted that photo out on like Monday, and I was like, I felt guilty that I was not at a South Carolina beach. I felt like I was doing something wrong. I like wrong. the South Carolina beach. I, do I really do enjoy the South Carolina beaches. And I feel like beaches. I was cheating on South Carolina by going to Florida. But I will say that sun is way stronger down there. I got pretty crispy. Not burned, but just crispy. Speaking of getting crispy, yes. um, uh, <laughs> last Sunday, we haven't been able to talk since then because of, of the vacation mm-hmm. incident. Um, <laughs> and um, <laughs> The time difference. <laughs> yeah, the time difference was a wreck. But I went to the Jet Masters lag. on Sunday. Yes. And um, I got baked to a crisp. No. I got, as a Lebanese man, it was one of the first uh, real sunburns I've had in, in a decade. You had nothing on. It was, I didn't know, I didn't realize how much of an oven it was mm. there. So mm-hmm. I, got, I got real, real crispy there. You had at least a hat on though, right? I had a hat on, and by the end, when I started to feel hot, I I started with a coat, so I just put it on my head. Yeah, <laughs> when I was standing standing still, you know, you, and um, uh, the, the the people working there would direct people. They were like, "You see that guy with pants on his head? Just walk past him." <laughs> <laughs> Did you get uh, is your is your sock tan even more prominent now? My sock tan is is twenty four seven three sixty five anyway, <laughs> but I am dark dark brown now. Yeah. I'm very tan. I I look like I was on the beach, but I was really just outside for one afternoon. Was it was it everything you thought it was gonna be? Yeah, it was great. Going to the Masters was great. The food that everyone goes crazy about, it, it costs a dollar fifty, and it tastes like it costs a dollar. Oh 50, yeah, well, okay? there you go. Like. It's not it's not great. The virtue is its price. And but I will say the logistics of that place, the way that they move people throughout and get you fed, get you your drinks is truly amazing. Wow. But like to say that the egg salad sandwich there is like a transcendent egg salad sandwich is crazy. It wasn't very good. It's, like yeah. it, 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 it just wasn't. serves its I purpose. Got, yes. I got the 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 famous chicken sandwich that they said there and it was a uh, Room temperature Chick Fil A sandwich, Ooh. you know, so uh, <laughs> just what it, you want, refreshing. <laughs> but at least you know, at least good. you're paying that price for something instead of paying fourteen dollars yeah. for the same thing as, as you would be somewhere I, else, right? I, like that's and what it I is. went in there. I went in there uh, <clears throat> willing to to like everything. I wanted it to be a great egg salad sandwich, mm-hmm. you know, like I wanted it to be amazing, and it wasn't. But it wasn't bad either. But it it, it was like it, it cost a dollar fifty, so great, yeah. you know, you get three sandwiches and you're good, mm-hmm. and you spent less than five dollars. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take that. And traffic was okay? I was so shocked at how close it is, living in Columbia, to get to Augusta. Huh. It literally took like an hour. Oh, wow. And it was easy in, easy out. And one thing I didn't know that all my friends got really angry at me about <laughs> is apparently you need to tell everyone you're going to the Masters. Oh, you know, and and then they give you a huge list of stuff they want from there. I don't know, and you're supposed oh, to be like some sort of mule, a uh, pack animal to get you get bring them all their stuff, like hats but I, and I polos mean, and shirts. I, I would. There was no way I was about to stand in the absolute line of bro humanity to <laughs> to get the the master's clothes. Yeah, it was yeah. a wreck. I was like, no, not worth it. None yeah. of those shirts are it's that okay. good. I'm not standing there. Yeah, the little flag, uh, what have you. <laughs> <laughs> well, very good. Yeah, well, my trip down to Florida was great. I had a good time. Uh, traffic, speaking of, was not that terrible. I spent probably like $200 on gas round trip, I think it's going to be. So, I mean, gas prices were not that crazy down That's there. That's not too bad. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it was. It, it took me about nine and a half hours, ten hours on the way back and front. So, I mean, it was not bad. Um, never really bad. It was just really voluminous at points, but... Um, 
That's a long it. drive still. Yeah. But, you know, it kind of just flew by. I don't know why. I mean, I think it's different to drive that way because I haven't driven to Florida in so long versus driving back home to Maryland, which is just, you know it. It's a slog. Yeah. You hit Fredericksburg. You hit Northern Virginia, and it's just... And also, Ugh, you stress. just when you drive ten hours, you just listen to twenty episodes of the lead back episodes. Oh, right? of course, just, I have to like, I, yeah, I'm always constantly <laughs> just listening for improvement, things that I can controlling do, them. Try yeah. my voice, but I will say, me and my friend Joanna were down there for the week, and I was working on my voice because we were reading uh, aloud a Judy Bloom book, Summer Sisters, five uh-huh. month long New York Times number one bestseller, and mm-hmm. it was just, it's a fun thing if you have time to do that with someone like you that you can laugh with because. You're reading this like trashy book, but you're you're doing voices. You're talking about like intimate moments, and it's just really funny. And then you're you're really invested, and you're reading. You know, it's like you're doing something, but you're not really doing anything. And it helps break it I up. Like, between, I instead like of just it. like reading I, by yourself, we could read together yeah. and like joke about it. So it's something I've never done before, and I would highly encourage you doing with friends because it could be. I agree. It's a lot of fun. I, it's fun. Caitlin and I are reading Lord of the Rings together right now, and I make her read uh, Golem, Golem, <laughs> and I make her read Gimli. Yeah. And I, I made her read Gandalf, but he says too many fantasy words that are mm-hmm. unpronounceable, so I had to take over and that. But little, it's yeah. fun. It's not weird, okay? No, it's not. Everyone says it's weird. It's not No, it's weird. not. It's fun. Um, Thank and you, an Gavin. update, I did make it to the gym pretty much every day. I did not go to Costco. I went to Walmart instead. I went to Walmart. <clears throat> yeah. You had no chickens? Sorry, You downed yeah. no chickens. The whole, oh, you know, some, some sacrifices are made during vacation. But. I was going to say, you're not really fully in frame of this picture seeing you right here. So, I mean, it does look like you've lost a lot of body mass. So, lot, I'm really lot, worried for you. Chicken body mass. Yes, correct. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a shell. <laughs> I hope you had a good time. I hope yes. that you can... Uh, uh, I'm rejuvenated. Physically, safely come into work without being uh, hurt. So I think I'll I be hope okay to see you tomorrow. in person soon. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. Good. We'll All talk right. to you then. And uh, yeah, leave us a voicemail like Trader Joe did. We love hearing from our folks. First time callers, long time callers, listeners. We love hearing from you guys. 803 563 7169. You can also leave us a review on iTunes. And like we said at the top, come see us in Sumter on April 28th at Sumter Original Brewery. You can find that on SCETV.org slash SCLead. And you can stay up to date with the latest news on SCETV.org and SouthCarolinaPublicRadio.org. And don't forget to support your local newspapers. For the South Carolina lead, I'm Gavin Jackson. Be well, South Carolina. They actually, I use what they dredge up in the Charleston Harbor. <laughs> it's a nice circle. It's a circle. It's, it's a closed loop. Straight out the harbor, <laughs> straight into my face. Yeah, touch it, touch it. Yeah, you feel that? Uh huh. It's pure. That's silt. <laughs> that is silt. <laughs>